Computer Love, a novel by Ebony Ilea. Chapter 2, The Meat Cute. Mahogany. Mahogany survived her first night bus in Mexico. She marveled at the beautiful, plush, mountainous landscape of Mexico and wondered what took her so long to visit this country. Oaxaca City was everything and more. Mahogany admired the beauty of the indigenous people and enjoyed experiencing the different cultures, especially the food. Her eyes sank each time she bit into the street food and tried mole for the first time. She was full and ready to move on to the coast, the town that sucks you in, the portal. Mahogany stumbled off the bus from exhaustion once she arrived in Puerto Escondido. Humidity suffocated her as the sweat trickled down everywhere. The heat was unbearable and the sun was relentless. She felt as if she was leaving a trail of sweat with her as she walked the streets. So thankful she only booked one night in the city, she arranged for a bus to a cooler state for the following night. She escaped the heat of the day and found refuge inside her hostel. There was a conversation happening that she found herself listening in on. The strong masculine voice caused her to focus in on the group seated behind. Muscular tattooed chocolate skin became a magnet to her chocolate skin. She followed the tats around his body to a face hidden under a cap. He welcomed her into the shared space with the others he was conversing with immediately. They glanced at each other as she sits. Neither one wanted to get too much away with their glances. She was now in the middle of the group sharing conversation. She caught glimpses of King. He had an aura that orbited him and those around him. Slim frame but toned and deeply melanated. Mahogany didn't realize she was giving King an assessment, but the same can be said for King. He was also watching Mahogany and caught her each moment she glanced at him. He enjoyed it. King is extremely confident and takes pleasure in women acknowledging his physique and charm. He played the cool as he watched Mahogany. He peeped the sister when she first entered the space. He stopped by the hostel as he typically did to kick it with friends. The volunteers at the hostel had become like family to him. As he was leaning toward his seat, mid-handshake with a friend, he noticed her smooth brown skin glistening under the sun peeking through from the ceiling. He took in the ease that the woman had as she sat in the chair. He couldn't see her face that well, but he knew that he was digging the vibes. His friend started easing himself out of King's grip. That's when he noticed his attention was captured by Mahogany. He was happy to see her get up so he could fully take her in, even happier when she accepted his offer to sit and join the group. She sat diagonally across from King, with one leg across over the other. She blended and stood out in perfect harmony. Again, King realized he was digging the vibes. The group dwindled down to just two, Mahogany and King. King found himself freely pouring out things about him to Mahogany. She was easy to connect to, and there was something about hearing her voice that soothed him. Hearing her voice and watching her face light up when she smiled. She had a glow. She would get so excited and do this dance, Shimmy. She lived in her inner child. That drew King in more. He was hooked on her every word. He found himself having epiphanies as he kicked it with Mahogany. He would pause and smile after. That made Mahogany smile and giggle. King was learning that he enjoyed watching her giggle. King's vulnerability to share himself with Mahogany was refreshing and new for her. 
King had lost his immediate family and had no one left. No feeling of home left in the Caribbeans. He was left with himself, left to put the fragmented pieces of his soul back together. He seemed to have found some peace in his healing, but healing is always a process and a journey. He shared that he lost all of his immediate family. The last person left was his godmother, and she passed more recently. I mean, Mahogany shared her story of loss, the loss of the only person that understood her in her life, the person she sought out for guidance, for comfort. Mahogany noticed a change in King's disposition. His shoulders had caved in slightly more. She noticed him wiping tears from his face. They looked at each other and broke out in laughter as King dried his tears. King felt the need to explain his display of emotions. My grandmother told me never to keep emotions in. They must be released. You should never hold on to them. Mahogany thought of this woman and the role she played in shaping the man that sat across from her, the hurt he must feel from such severe loss. She never met someone who had no one, no family, no physical ties to those that shaped his life. She admired his courage to continue living, to find peace. Mahogany found herself sharing about her breakup, recent business ventures, and aspirations. King applauded Mahogany for embracing her inner child. Mahogany shared her upcoming venture abroad to teach at an all-women's university in East Africa. They had a mutual understanding of the importance of pouring into the future. They continued to pour into each other, neither allowing for either cup to come close to emptying, keeping both cups brimming. Mahogany was unaware of how much of this raw display of emotions she was attracted to. They shared personal and professional ambitions and accomplishments. Neither one of them is attempting to leave. Silence couldn't find his way in between them. King had retired from the military and was living in Mexico for the last three years, redefining himself after creeping out from his shadows. They continued to vibe, laugh, and pour into each other. King recommended a restaurant that he enjoys with a nice view for Mahogany and her friends to have dinner for the sunset. He mentioned it being a bit fancy and suggested with his face, that mahogany change. Mahogany realized her outfit just got played, but was sold on going to the restaurant. The magnetic force that they found themselves trapped in was spit mahogany out. She couldn't continue to postpone dinner with her friend. King's feet were still planted in the same space he stood to say goodbye to mahogany as he watched her walk out the door. He hadn't had an exchange with another person like this in a while. He thought of that as he thought of mahogany. He dug the name. He found it appropriate. Parts of their connection would creep into his mind throughout the day. He would remember Mahogany. Mahogany. Mahogany continued on her journey but couldn't shake the exchange. She couldn't even remember the brother's name or what he looked like, but she remembered the energy, the chocolate tattoo skin, the hidden face under the cap, the connection, the vibe, the fact that he was ex-military. Is this him? the product of her magical manifestations. She mulled over the instant connection and how the conversation continued for hours with just the two of them. Neither one pulled away, no awkward silence, just vibes. Mahogany couldn't remember when she drifted off, but she was awakened by a passenger sitting next to her loudly speaking on his phone at 4 a.m. 
He made sure his body filled the entire seat, but also shared some of Mahogany's. Mahogany drifted back to the connection she made and the randomness of it, the timing, the perfection. She would later find herself back in the town of Puerto Escondido. This time, sucked into the portal that every... She allowed herself to settle into the humidity and the heat. She came along with other travelers speaking about the city, and she figured she might actually give it a real chance this time. She might actually give it a real chance this time. She missed the ocean, the plushness of the tropics. It's true. The portal sucks you in. The city's diverse landscape was breathtaking to mahogany. She loved being able to see plush, green palm trees, views of the mountains, and watching the waves crash all at the same time. She hadn't experienced a place like this, nor had witnessed the sunset the way it did over the beach of Cicatella. It was pure magic. The chillness of the island vibes are hard to leave. Mahogany cultivated a family in the short time she was there. King became part of that family. They share evenings of deep intellectual conversations, sometimes alone and with their group. Filled the graffiti streets with their laughter and imaginations. King would always put Mahogany on the inside while they walked down the streets. Mahogany remembered her father always doing the same. Her annoyance with constantly having to shift inwards while walking down the street reminded her of her father's similar persistence. Anytime the two of them were in a room together, they were drawn to each other like magnets. Although the energy and chemistry was evident to the two of them, no one said anything. Just continued on casually until Mahogany broke the silence and expressed interest in King. King smiled in acknowledgement, a smile that showed he was already aware of this and that he was open, but that smile soon faded. He would become distant at times, not being able to express why to Mahogany, but she knew he was different. A familiar feeling crept in. She knew she had to leave again. The connection that sparked would die as soon as it started. Mahogany found herself singing India Irie's brown skin. Thinking of her brown skin up against King's brown skin. Not being able to tell where hers begins or his ends. They admired each other's beauty as they sat across from each other. They would share a meal together on her last day in the city. They would embrace a sweet embrace. One that would imprint on King.